And it reads these words in Judges, the 16th chapter, 16th verse from the Holman Christian Standard Bible Version. Because she nagged him day after day and pleaded with him until she wore him out. He told her the whole truth and said to her, my hair has never been cut because I am a Nazarite to God from birth. If I am shaved, my strength will leave me and I will become weak and be like any other man. When Delilah realized that he had told her the told truth, she sent this message to the Philistine leaders. Come one more time for he has told me the whole truth. The Philistine leaders came to her and brought the money with them. Then she let him fall asleep on her lap and called the man to shave off the seven braids on his head. And this way she made him helpless and his strength left them. Verse 20. Then she cried, Samson, the Philistines are here. When he awoke from his sleep, he said, I will escape as I did before and shake myself free. But. He did not know that the Lord had left him. Today, I want to come from the subject of don't be easily influenced. Amen. You may have your seats. Uh, my task here today is to speak to the young people and to just minister a word of empowerment and encouragement uh, necessarily, and not to beat up on you because... As I found out, we, the young people, we get beat up all the time. You need to do this. You need to do that. But when are we going to encourage the young people to say, I'm proud of you. Come, keep coming to church. Keep going to school. Keep making them good grades. It's like, oh, these bad kids. When are we going to ever encourage the bad kids? Because we're speaking that word out into the atmosphere, and we don't realize that our words have power. So as I begin to uh, read this and the Lord began to speak to me, uh, he began to talk about influence and how uh, easily we get influenced with peer pressure and things that are going on in the schools. And so as I begin to look up the word influence, uh, I begin to look at two different definitions. One of them says it is capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something. Webster puts it like this, and this is what I like. The act or power of producing an effect without apparent assertion of force or direct exercise of command. So influence is somehow, some way that I can influence you to do something you know you're not supposed to be doing. I can influence you to get a little sip, sip. I can influence you to get a little puff, puff, pass. Come on, somebody. You know how kids in school be that influence you and then, you know, everybody coming in with the new shoes, the new phones, and, and now they influence you to go ask your mama, can I get them new shoes? Can I get the new iPhone? Influences. There are good influences and there are bad influences. There are two types of influence that I want to uh, talk about today, the bad and the good. And we're going to talk about the bad first because I want you to get the good at the end. Because sometimes we give people the goods first, and then when you talk about the bad, they don't want to stick around. But when you bring the bad first, let's see who's going to really stick around to the good part. So as I begin to look, and I, I've, I've studied uh, Samson and Delilah before, and preached on it before, and I begin to look, and I'm like, this Delilah just nagging Samson, like, Samson, please tell me your strength. And girls, you know how you are. 
if you love me, you would tell me. Y'all got to come on with me. I'm, I'm a humorous person, so I crack a joke here and there. Because the Bible says laughter is the medicine to the soul. And some of y'all haven't been laughing all week, so this is your time to crack a smile. All right. <laughs> but she was nagging him. And Samson, uh, because God had sent an angel to his mother to say, you're getting ready to have a son. And, you know, you can't eat of this. You can't drink of this. And you cannot cut his hair. And so... Also, to the parents today, there's a word for you too, because God has given you instructions on what to do and what not to do, but are you also in following the instructions? All right. Oh, God. Please don't get me in trouble. <laughs> but also, the Bible speaks to everybody, and I just want to speak to everybody today, because we all need a word in this room, no matter how old or how young you are. And God speaks to everybody in their own, his own unique way to them. And so as I begin to look and I begin to read, God gave instructions to his parents to say, okay, you cannot drink, you cannot do this. Uh, and I just want to know, is there any parents that's going to be like, Lord, I heard the word and I'm going to do exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Because we tell the young folks not to smoke and drink and you still smoking and drinking. That's hypocritical. And they get mad when they go out there and do it. My God. And so uh, so the husband came back and, and he began to hear what his wife is saying. And you know what's mean when you when she say pregnant, you be like, wait a minute. <laughs> like <laughs> Come on, y'all. Yeah, I know that's how we do. We be watching them videos on Facebook. I'm just 19 years old in college. I'm still young. I'm still young. <laughs> it was like, uh, we ain't, you know, we not, we haven't had relations. What you mean? We're gonna have a kid. The Lord has blessed us. And so what I love about the male is that he stood up and he said, you know what? I'm gonna be about my father's business. He took care of his fatherly duties. Are there any men that don't say, I'm going to do what the Lord has called me to do? I want to be a father, even if the natural father or whoever is not that I will stand in the gap and be one to be an example before them. And so we find that after Samson was born, he was a little kid, and so Samson, he got older, and he got this nice hair, and, and you know, he's a built man because he's going out through the land, uh, doing his own thing, and so he found this girl, and, and guys, you know, we got, the eye is very appealing when you look at a mighty nice young lady, it's like, my God, <laughs> Lord. So he's, he's out there, and his mother said, you know what, Samson, I don't, I don't think they're right. You need to come on back on over here. You know what you're doing is not right. But Samson was like, no, she did it good. <laughs> so Samson, he did what he did, you know. And so then that didn't work out so well. So he went back, and then he found another woman, and this woman was just nagging Samson because he gave the people a riddle and she was trying to figure out this riddle and the people was just asking and asking and so he was going through some, some situations where people was just like I just want to know the riddle just tell me the riddle and she was just nagging just like Delilah she was like Samson if you love me you would tell me the riddle why would you tell me I thought you loved me Samson well, oh God there's some people that's like I thought you loved me 
And sometimes we get caught up in the Kiki, do you love me? Are you riding? <laughs> but do you know that God loves you so much that he gave his son to die on the cross for you? So you don't have to worry about Kiki and all of them and Shanene and Pookie and whoever else you want to talk. And so he was like, you know, he, he had to get out of this place. And so Samson got upset and mad. And so now he's leaving. And now he is going about uh, destroying cities and, and, and going through. And then he finds this uh, prostitute because the people are after him for destroying the cities. And he sleeps with this prostitute. And it's like, how in the world are you going to sleep with somebody you don't even know? You don't even know her name. They didn't even mention it. They said, he just slept with somebody. He was under the influence of looking at something that was not his. Wow. wow. I was somebody coughed it right there. And so after that one night stand, uh, he began to move on. And now we come to Delilah where we are now. And he's like, I'm in love. We know that, that, that statement right there. I'm in love with JoJo. I'm in love with Pookie. I just love me some JoJo and Pookie. We just call in love. Just <laughs> And so Samson, he's with this, this lady Delilah who is not uh, an associate of this kind of people because he has been separated. He's been deemed to be set apart. And so now he's in a situation with Delilah where he gives another riddle. And she's nagging, well, not giving up the road. She's trying to uh, capture him and get him caught up in some stuff because they, she wants the money and, and he's been destroying the people's city and town. And so now they have caught him in a trap with this lady named Delilah who just looks good and just got him at his knees just buckling and shaking because she looks good. So now Samson is caught up in the situation and she begged for a while. She was like, Samson, can you tell me, please, what is the, the strength? How do you have your strength? And he was giving her all these runarounds. You know, young ladies, y'all know, he always giving me a runaround. You know, I already know the truth. I'm just going to see if he don't tell me the truth. Y'all know that's how y'all do. Don't play. I don't know why JoJo keep thinking I'm playing with him, but if he don't tell me, we're going to break up. I see this. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're, oh, I cannot believe this. And then, you know, girls, they go to their other girlfriends and I, girl, this boy think I'm a fool. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but she wanted the money. She didn't want none of the Samson. She just wanted to get him caught up. Oh, I wish somebody caught that. There are some situations where people are trying to get you caught up in some stuff to take you out. And when mom and daddy say no, don't go. Don't be easily influenced because she may got the mm -mm body shape and figure, but if God is not in it, you better back away. And ladies, he may got the biceps, triceps, and a nice hat. But if God is not in it, you better back away quick, fast, and in a hurry. Because so many times, we are easily influenced because, oh, my friend Ray Ray doing it. My friend Shanae. No! 
Don't do what everybody else is doing. Because it was the crowd that said crucify him. It was the crowd that said we don't know. We, we want Barabbas. We want the murderer. We want a killer to come out of jail to send a man that has eternal life into the pit. So we find that Samson is weakened now because this, this beautiful lady, this fine specimen of a human being is just constantly nagging it. And then she used that three-word sentence, I love you. Do we really know what love is? Do we really know? If somebody really loved you for real, they would toss it in your face. Like, well, I love you, but can you do this for me? Don't you love me? I did that a few hours and I said, don't you love me? Can you just pull my dream for me? But we get caught up in that because we want to know, well, if they love me, they'll do this for me. Uh-oh. You love me, you will drink with me. If you love me, you will smoke with me. If you love me, that's how the enemy would get us caught up and trapped in situations because you want to have that good feeling of being loved and appreciated. My God, I feel like preaching right there. Because he will try to easily influence you and say, well, I do love him. I do love her. The devil. Amen. The devil got love too. The wrong kind of love. That I have you so caught up and messed up in places where you can't even see your way. Like, oh, how did I get myself in this, this situation? And you're trying to find your way out. Because the only thing that the enemy has is darkness. And if you got a light that's so bright, you better continue to shine that light before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Don't let no one put a bushel over your light to dim you down. Just hand up some shades and be like, I'm going to still shine bright. <laughs> so we find that she cries out to wake him up. And she's like, Samson, the Philistines are here again. Now, Samson, I'm, I'm, I was reading this, and I'm like, Samson would have probably learned by the first two times that came over here and tried to take him. I'm like, Samson, you can get the hint before. Sometimes there's some hints right there in your face that we still we still don't read the signs. We still don't listen. We still do what we want to do. But Samson got so caught up that they got him and got his strength. But how many know the joy of the Lord is your strength? And so they got Samson and they locked him up. And Samson, he was in this place where he was between the two pillars and they was having fun, eating, drinking, and doing whatever they wanted to do. And, and, and I was watching a movie where they was trying to depict this story. And, and I can kind of see them, you know, they were there drinking their drinks and eating all the good food. And it was smelling good and Samson over there. Just like, Lord have mercy. But the Bible said they placed him in between the pillars and he began to cry out unto the Lord. See, when you begin to get in a, between a rock and a hard place, you got to know who to cry out to. You got to know that the Lord is with you wherever you may go. So he began to go back to his first love and say, Lord, if you can just help me do it again. 
just one more time, God. And he began to push outward upon the pillars of the temple. And at that moment, at his death, he killed more people than he killed in his lifetime. And so as I begin to move to the beginning of the Bible in Genesis chapter 3, we find that there was a woman who was created from the rib of Adam when God had created man and woman in the beginning. And we find that this woman was easily influenced to eat of something that God said, no, not so. Isn't it just funny how sometimes we find ourselves in situations where God said not to do something and we still go out there and do our own thing? Or isn't it funny how sometimes our parents say, don't do this, don't do that, but we still find ourselves going out there and doing what we want to do, but we find ourselves suffering the consequences of the actions that we have done. If we wouldn't be so hard-headed, then the situations you may be going through wouldn't be able to come your way. But I want to encourage you, don't be easily influenced because she was easily influenced to eat of this tree that God said, no, don't eat of or you will surely die. And here come this serpent uh, came up to this woman Eve and said, no, you won't die. You're going to be just like God. You're going to be able to see. You're going to have knowledge. You're just going to be just like you. You're not going to die. Isn't it funny how people try to come up to you? Nah, girl, you ain't going to pass out. You ain't going to get high like me, girl. You ain't going to get drunk. Get a little sip, sip and pass that isn't it just like people who would influence you and say things to get in your ear to say, hmm, okay, that sounds about good, that sounds about right. Let me shoot up, let me do a little puff, and let me do a little pass. But today is the day you can, 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 you can decide to say, I won't be easily influenced. We find that she took some of this fruit and ate it and she gave it to her husband. Ah, isn't it just like people? They get in mess, and then they want to put you in their mess. Ah, God. She gave it to him and said, Here, eat, Adam. It's good. It tastes real good. And don't sin just taste real good. Just for a moment. Just for a little time. But I come to let you know that that little weed you smoking, that puff, puff, that blunt, you smoke, it gonna be good for a little while. That 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 drink you drink, it gonna be good for a little while. But if you got the Holy Ghost, it's gonna last for a lifetime. Can I get an amen in here? If you got the true Holy Ghost, you're going to be on a high all the time. Because when you begin to commune with the Lord, when you begin to have a real relationship with Him, that Holy Ghost is going to take over like, ooh, yes, God. I'm tipsy on the Holy Ghost. And not tipsy on no Jack and Jean. No Jack and And people want, why? How many? I'm on a college campus. I see this all the time. And I'm, I'm just like, Lord, thank you. Because I'm not easily influenced, because I'm not going to lie. I went to a party my freshman year, and I was with my roommate, and I was like, Lord, this boy, I know he's going to get slapped out drunk. I'm like, Lord, Jesus, help me. And so I went, and I was like, okay, music, nice, vibing, yeah, okay. And they kept trying to offer me a drink, and I was like, no, no, oh, the devil is a lie. <laughs> At the party. <laughs> they said, you want some water? I said, no. <laughs> I know what y'all do to the water. Don't try to trick me. Hey, slow. <laughs> Time out, son. You want some water? And knowing good well, walking water look like the same thing. Come on, somebody. 
I ain't slow, man. Not by a long shot. You want some what? The devil? You better. And, and, and some people are like, you go to the party, I said, you may never know somebody need to get saved, somebody may need to get delivered. But then also some people are not strong enough as I am to go in there because they begin to look at the, mmm, it looks so good. And then they mix in the drinks, mmm, it's strawberry, mmm, it's fruity flavor, mmm, it's just like apple, mmm, it's sour, mmm, it's sweet. And then they're like, good, no, no, no. Some people are not strong enough to go into these places because God has specific people to go in specific places. So yeah, I'm, I'm strong enough. I'm not drinking. I'm not smoking. I'm just there. And, and one kid, he, uh, he found out I was ordained as a pastor. He was like, praise God, hey, the pastor! I'm like, <laughs> and so they know who I am and they see me they're like, you are such an inspiration to me. And I'm just like praying, God, I just wish you take that taste out of their mouth. Just take the taste out of it. Just burn their lips for God today. If they take another drink, the stomach get the bubble. and something get wrong, and they just go, I go to the bathroom. God, just take it out. No more drinking. Get you some apple juice if you want something that tastes like apples. Get you some sour patches if you want something sour. And go eat a cake if you want something sweet. <laughs> yeah. You gotta speak over these situations. And sometimes we can't just be in a building all the time. We gotta go out to where they are and reach them to pull them in. Because how can we reach the world if we sit in here every Sunday and not go reach the lost? That's what I'm all about, reaching the lost at any cost. Preaching the gospel of Jesus everywhere I go. And I'm like, yeah, I don't smoke. I don't drink, praise God. I don't Shake a tail feather or shake what my mama gave <laughs> And, and I, ain't, I ain't trying to be too holy roller, but you know, so every now and then I may do a little two step, you know, a little let just fly, you know. Hey, woo, do that. But we also got to know how to enjoy life to the fullest. He did not come to uh, make us live a miserable life, He came to give us life and more abundantly. We have to enjoy life, but also you got to remember the decisions that you make can also reflect the consequences you have in your future. As I've just recently um, been given a job at uh, Focus to work with them through a contract, um, I was in a, a, a breakout session as a moderator, and the guy who was doing the session, he was like, um, because I had middle school kids. I'm like, Lord, all these middle school kids are just a handful. I'm like, I'm trying to be a teacher. And I'm like, I'm having to deal with this. Like, I don't know. I may need to change my major to something. <laughs> but he was talking and he was beginning to speak to the young people. And they were just acting. I'm just like, Lord, I'm trying to get these kids under control. And he began to, he, he kind, of, kind of got upset a little bit. But he composed himself. And so he's standing there and he's like, he asked them, of course, he said, how many of you would be okay with uh, sending pictures to somebody on Snapchat or any social media platform of, you know, not good pictures and uh, be okay with it. And I was shocked at what my eyes saw. These kids was raising their hand saying, it's okay, yeah. I'll be fine with somebody having a picture of whatever 
That's oh my God. No. Mm-hmm. So he began to tell them about this company in California that's uh, buying into Facebook and Snapchat and Twitter and how they are purchasing and getting your information just because you may think it's gone in 24 hours, it's not gone in 24 hours. Because people are buying your information and your stuff because when you accept the terms and conditions of these social media sites, you're giving them permission to your personal information. And so he said they're, they're getting this information and people... And when you're looking for jobs, and he was talking about LinkedIn and, and all this different kind of stuff, and if you're looking for jobs and, and all of this stuff, there's going to be like this system where you have to pay to get your information wiped away from the internet. And these young folks, they got quiet, and when they began to listen, they just, it just appalled them that this would happen to me? And what does this have to do... Don't be so easily influenced that somebody is so in love with you that you send a picture or you send something that you know you're not supposed to be sending out through the airwaves. And then that's how pictures get sent around the school. Things going around on Facebook. I was on Facebook a few days ago and there's a video circling around of this fight that happened in the school. And I'm like... All these views on this one video. We share so much negativity stuff on social media. Why we can't share nothing positive happening in our communities on social media? Just because everybody else is sharing it, you don't have to share it either. Because I learned that jobs look at your social media account. My job on campus at school, my boss sent me a friend request when I put in the application. I'm like, who would delay it? I'm like... She said, she was checking my profile out. That's right. It's just because you got a lot of friends. I got about 4,400-some friends on Facebook. I only get about 5, 10 likes on posts. Not everybody your friend. Come on. Come on. I ain't lying. It's there. Yes. Go look it up. And I, I've been trying my best to stay on Facebook because I'm like, Lord, all this negativity, all this stuff that's trying to influence my thoughts, that's trying to influence the way I act and respond to different things. I don't need myself to get contaminated with what the world is looking like because I got to be transformed, I got to be renewed, and I can't look like the world if I'm trying to reach the world. I have to be about kingdom building and kingdom ministry. For as we decree and declare Jehovah Shalom, we are a kingdom-minded ministry. And I have to remain kingdom-minded. Yes, God. So as we begin to look, we are influenced and you can also be under the influence. You can be over-influenced and under the influence. I know we've all heard of DUI, drink drunk under the influence, however you want to say it. Are you today under the influence of peer pressure? Are you today under the influence of fear? Are you today under the influence of of drugs, alcohol, things that you know? If you're under the influence, today is your day to say, Lord, I need you to take this away from me. All this negativity, God, I need you because I am here. I am under the influence of stuff that's not like you. 
And I need you to come into my life and change me around for your glory. Because I don't want to live the same way anymore. I don't want to do the same thing anymore. I don't want to continue to smoke and, and damage my brain. I don't want to continue to drink and, and mess up my liver. Because God, I know I need every organ in my body to function properly. And so now as I begin to look in the Bible and Jesus began to speak and he said, Zayus, don't you know my word in Matthew chapter 4 about how Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the mountain. And so after all said and done, Jesus was led up to the mountain. And this is where he was influenced by the enemy. He was The enemy tried to tempt him and tried to influence him to say, you know what? All that stuff down there you want it, I can give it to you. But Jesus said, isn't it written in my word that men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Is there anybody that can say, I know the word, and I'm going to speak the word, and the word only over every situation, because after every bad influence, I know that I have an example before me. And today, this is your example, that Jesus, the Son of God, He came down into this earth. He was fasting for 40 days and 40 nights. And here come the old devil coming up on the scene and trying to tempt him to give him something. But Jesus said, isn't it written in the word of God that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that is coming out of the mouth of God. Is there anybody in here that can say, I'm going to declare the word over every situation. I'm going to speak the word of God and not my word, but God's word. The Bible says that the devil took him to the holy city and had him stand on the pinnacle of the temple and said, if you are the Son of God, throw yourself down for it is written, he will give his angels orders concerning you and they will support you with their hands so that you will not strike your foot against the stone. Isn't it funny how you're doing the work of ministry and the image trying to paint a picture in your mind to try to say, if you are the Son of God, you will just fall right here because you're the Son of God, you can speak a thing. You can do this right here, can't you? But you gotta know without a shadow of doubt who you are and whose you are. You ain't gotta listen to Bray You ain't gotta listen to Pookie. If you know who you are in Christ, you know you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are an ambassador for Christ. You are somebody. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation unto God who are once not a people, but now you are a people saved by grace, saved by his blood. Is there any Everybody in here that's excited that he saved you and you can speak the word you can speak the word and Jesus said to him is it also written do not test the Lord your God again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their splendor and he said to him I will give you all of these things if you fall down and worship me isn't it funny how the enemy will take you to a high place he'll get you the positions you can be the president of the student council you can be on the cheerleader squad. You can be on the basketball team. And he can take you so high when you're so cocky. When you got everything all to yourself. And now it's all about you. No, it's not all about you. God want to do something through you in that position. Because the enemy, he will take you up so high. But I'm reminded that if you, oh God, that he will exalt you in due time. He said the gifts are planted in you. I can bring you before great men, but you can't be go, go before it's your time. So he, the enemy tried to take him up higher because Jesus already was going to go high 
when he do what the father told him to do. So Amos said, well, I'm going to take you up on higher. So I will give you everything. I give you the house. I give you the car. I give you the money. I give you all of this. Will you just do this? Will you just do this? Just fall down and worship me. Isn't that like the enemy? He will say, fall down and worship me. And that's what happened back in the Old Testament when he was up in heaven and he was trying to get the people to worship him. But since he couldn't get that worship the way he desired, because God was the only one to worship, he had to be kicked out of heaven. And I want to let somebody know I don't want to be kicked out of heaven because I don't want nobody falling down to worship me. Don't worship me. Don't put me on a pedestal. Don't put me higher than I ought to be. Because when people put you up there, then you begin to do things that they, they want you to do and that you don't do it. Then they're going to be mad at you They're going to be upset with you They're going to be blasting you on Facebook Blasting you on Snapchat Blasting you on Instagram I wish I had some people in here That know if that Oh my God I wish I had Some people in here that have worked with me Don't be easily influenced Because we find that the enemy Tried to take up to a very not just a high place, a very high place out of all. And he was looking at all the kingdoms. And to break it down to the young people, he was looking at it all. The iPhones and, and the iPads and the shoes, the money, the house, the, the fame, the fortune. Yes. Come on now. But all you got to do is fall down and worship me. But are there any young people in the house that say, I'm not falling down to worship you. I got a creator who created me, who woke me up this morning and started me on my way. He clothed me in my right mind. He gave me food to eat. He gave me clothes to put on. Is there anybody that can say, I'm going to fall down and worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lord. The one who forgave me of my sins, although I still mess up and although I wasn't perfect. He said, you know what, son? I still love you so much. That I gave my son Jesus to die on the cross for you. And Jesus said, Go away, Satan, for it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only who? Him. And this is what's so amazing. Then the devil left him, and immediately angels came and began to serve him. Aren't you happy today that you made up in your mind that I'm not going to give my soul over to the devil? I'm not going to worship him. I'm not going to worship materialistic things because the Bible says, what profits a man if he gains the whole world and lose his soul? So I come to the conclusion of this message today. Is your soul anchored in Jesus? Do you have a relationship with him? There was a man who came on this earth through a virgin named Mary who came and he knew no sin, but he became sin for you. I've got the sovereign. He said, I need something for my people. I can't let them live like this. I can't let them perish like this. So he sent Jesus through the virgin named Mary to come on this earth. He was walking and doing miracle signs and wonders. He was doing things that no ordinary teenager was doing. He was a carpenter. He was the son of Joseph. And so we find here that Jesus, he was doing his father's business. He said, I must be about my father's business. Is there any young people today that's going 
and say, I must be about my father's business. I ain't got to worry about gossip. I ain't got to worry about who like me and who don't like me. I ain't got to worry about my little boyfriend. I ain't got to worry about my little girlfriend. I just need to worry about my soul. Is it anchored in Jesus? I need to know that I won't be easily influenced by the thing of this world. I need to know that if God be for me, who can be against me? Is there anybody can say, if God be for me, who can be against me? Oh my God, I wish there were some people in here that know if God be for you, who can be against you? They may try to stop you, but they can't stop you. Because if God says yes, that's the only approval you need. Because I found out that he has the last say so. Is there anybody that can say, although they tried to count me out, God said, wait a minute, I got the last say so. And he counted me in. And I thank him today because they sung the song that said, so many doors are open. So many ways you made. Aren't you glad today that although you was in your mess, he still opened the door. He said, I still love you so much. I forgive you and throw it in the sea of forgetfulness. Yes, I'm so glad today uh, because he didn't have to do it, uh, but he did anyway. Uh, is there anybody glad today uh, that can say, I'm not going to be easily influenced uh, because sometimes uh, as I was driving on the way here, uh, I was I was vexing my spirit uh, because I'm coming down the road. Uh, I'm doing, uh, uh, doing the speed limit uh, and I was trying to get here uh, and people kept trying to cut me off uh, and I'm like, beep, beep, uh, get out the way. Uh, is there anybody in here uh, that's like, I'm on the road for Jesus uh, and I'm trying trying to get there, but there are people who are cutting me off. I just need God. Oh uh, yeah, people will try to influence you in so many ways, uh, and that's the reason it says that the definition of uh, influence, uh, you don't even have to say nothing, uh, you just have to act a certain way, uh, because they pulled over in front of me, and I'm like, I'm like, ooh God, I'm thank you for taming my tongue, because uh, you know y'all want to say some words when somebody cut you off, uh, you know you're going that speed limit, and you got your car on cruise, and you just grind, and then here goes somebody going to cut you off, the devil? And my friend said, Xavier's. I said, what? I'm mad. I'm upset. They cut me off. I was doing a nice speed limit. <laughs> Y'all got to talk. Yeah, I, I, I'm just cruising, you know. Just cruising. <laughs> she said, it's okay. I said, no, it's not okay. They cut me off. I'm trying to make it to the house how dare they cut me off? All right. <laughs> All right. Ooh, I'm telling you, I'll be riding with my mama. She, she be driving, and people cut her off. Oh, it's a different story. But now she's been on the Lord's side. So it's been a while since I rode with her since I got my car now. So I'm just riding. <laughs> but don't be easily influenced. And so, Jesus came into this world doing miracle signs and wonders, did, being about his father's business. He came uh, to the mountain to pray, and there was one of the disciples. He came back off the mountain and saw some of the disciples sleep. He said, you can't even stay up to pray. You can't even just intercede. So he went back. He came back off the mountain. And there was one of the disciples with the arm and he betrayed him and kissed him. 
there are people that may be in your circle today. That you may call friend. That you may call your brother. You may call your sister. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, God. Yes, God. Thank you, God. They will do the worst kind of, that's the worst kind of betrayal you can ever have. Someone who roll with you through the good and the bad. Let's see your ups and your downs. And here to betray you for silver and gold. Don't be easily influenced by the things of this world. Because this world is going to pass away. But his word is going to remain forever. And they took Jesus off of this mountain. And took him to the place of judgment halls. And they began to send him to the different rulers. And they all said, I find no fault in this man. Even when you're doing right, there's some people that's like, I don't like you. You don't deserve this. You shouldn't be here. Because in my own life, I'm just ministering now and testifying. After all the accolades and awards she has announced before I came up today, there was hell I had to go through just to get there. I had peers tell 